Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited to have you here. We hope you're having an awesome week. And regardless of when you're listening to this, we hope it adds value to your journey. And if it does add value, it would mean the world to us if you would share with a friend or to rate and review our show. It makes a big difference. I had something that I was planning on recording today. I knew I was going to record an episode, and I I had it kind of framed up in my mind of what I wanted to talk about, and then my friend calls. And I ended up getting into this conversation with a friend. He's also a client. And we get into this conversation, and as as I hung up the phone, I thought to myself, I want to talk about this instead. So we're going to talk about this instead, and I hope it's valuable to you. But the conversation was something like this. Him and his wife, they made a couple different choices in 2021 to, to re, reframe the way that their life looks financially. And one of the things they did is they invested less in their traditional 401k. And instead of doing that, they invested more in a taxable account and they paid off some debt. And, and those two things they decided to do has helped shift some things in their life to free them up for some really cool decisions that they have since made. And I won't get into that. I, I don't want to go down that road for confidentiality reasons. But they made some decisions that freed them up for some decisions they made or are able to make now. And the moment happened. I knew this moment was going to happen. And, and we actually talked about this together this moment of when you invest less in your traditional 401k, you're not able to deduct as much off your income, thus your tax bill is higher. And because they made that decision, they had to pay several thousand more dollars on their taxes than they otherwise would have had to. And that hurts. And so we just kind of talked about, you know, well, our tax bill was way higher. We knew it was going to happen, but when it happens, it hurts. And, and so we had a fun conversation about that. And I, and I wanted to, to talk about it for this reason, because there's a reality that when we make a decision, it has an immediate impact on our taxes. And by immediate, I mean sometime between now and 12 months from now, we are going to be either benefiting or eating the cost of that decision. And it can be a visceral experience we could have paid this much or we would have got this money back, but now we owe the IRS money. That hurts and it sucks. And so maybe let's take a step back. And, and when, I'm, when we're talking about this, we're really framing it through the lens of where do we invest our money? And we haven't talked about this on the podcast. And I always talk about in our, in our coaching and, and speaking and, and talking to young people too, there's three main places we can invest money. We can invest it in, say, a traditional 401k or an IRA. And by traditional, it means that when you invest, you can deduct that investment off of your income, thus you pay less taxes. So there's an immediate tax benefit. And then way down the road, at age 60 plus, you will pay taxes when you take that money out. So tax benefit today, you pay taxes later. Now there's a Roth option 
and that's a Roth IRA. Some companies have a Roth 401k, but a Roth really means you don't get any tax benefit today. So when you invest money into a Roth 401k or a Roth IRA, you don't get to deduct that off of your income. Thus, you have to pay more taxes today or when you file your taxes. Then when you take that money out at age 60 or higher, you never have to pay taxes again. So no tax benefit today, huge tax benefit tomorrow down the road. And then the third is called, I, I could just call it a taxable investment. And by taxable, I mean you put money in and when it goes up and you sell it, you owe taxes. You get no tax benefit on the front and you get no tax benefit on the back. And one might ask the question, well, why would you do that then? And that's what a lot of people think. They'll, they'll ask, well, why would you do that? Why, why not get tax benefits when you can get tax benefits? And there's really one big elephant in the room reason, and that's because of flexibility. See, the, two first op the first two options we talked about, traditional and Roth, both of those unlock for us when we're 59 and a half. Let's just call it 60 years old. So we put money in and we let it grow and grow and grow and grow, which is all good. That's what we want. We're in it for the long run. But you're kind of locked up, more or less, until you get to age 60 when you retire. And there's not a lot of freedom in that. And, and to an extent, that's okay. That's what it's for. It's not for today. It's for way down the road. Whereas a taxable investment will give us the freedom if you want it five years from now to buy a house. Maybe you're going to buy your first house or maybe maybe you have kids and you need this money for that or maybe your kid's college education or maybe you're going to buy a car or that trip or a retirement that begins somewhere be before age 60, somewhere between today and age 60. So it allows you a lot of flexibility. So those are your first, those are your three options in, in general. There's, now, there's a lot of different nuances of when you talk about within each kind of investment, there's different kinds of accounts. But I want to really just frame it up as there's three general kinds of, of investments. And now, my, my friend, they used to do the one where you get the big tax deduction up front, and then you pay taxes, you pay taxes on it later. And I think why that option is so appealing to so many people is because there is that visceral, near-term, instant gratification of making that decision. You put money in those accounts, and you owe less taxes. Not owe less taxes a long time from now, but you owe less taxes next time you file your taxes. Or if you're doing a 401k, if you, if you put money into a traditional 401k through your employer, your actual paycheck is better than if you were to invest it into a Roth 401k because they withhold differently because you, they, they know you get a tax benefit from investing in the traditional. And I was, as I was talking to my friend, he just shared that it's painful. And, and, and they knew it was coming, and they're okay with it. They're, they're not mad that they did it, but they recognize that was painful to have to pay more taxes than you otherwise would have or they otherwise would have in a different year. And I shared with him that I feel the pain. And before I left my career to do what I'm doing now, I was faced that, with that decision every year, where every year we had to decide how much are we going to invest in your traditional 401k or Roth 401k. 
You could put all of it in traditional, you could put all of it in Roth, or you could split it in whatever proportion you want. I always chose to invest it in the Roth. And I always did so knowing that I was giving up tax benefit today. I knew that when I did my taxes, my tax guy would always say, you know, Travis, if you would have invested it into a traditional, here's how much less you would pay in taxes. And I would look at that and say, well, thanks, man. Thanks for, thanks for pointing that out to me. But, but that's his job. And I always wanted to recognize why I was doing it. And as my friend said on this phone call today, he said, he said, we don't think we made the wrong choice. We just want to make sure that we're doing it for the right reasons. And I'm, and I'm thinking, absolutely. Absolutely, we want to do that. For me, for me, I always made that decision because I always thought to myself, I don't know what the future holds. And I just, I, I, if, I, if I invest in the Roth, I know I'm giving up a tax benefit today. I know this. But I also know that down the road, the government can't touch that money. So if there's, let's just say there's millions of dollars, I don't know what the number is going to be. Let's just say there's millions of dollars. And for argument's sake, someday I take that money out of my Roth IRA. I don't have to pay any taxes on that. And there's a freedom and a flexibility in that that is very alluring to me. And so I would always do that. And so I would always give up that, that tax deduction because I would choose the Roth for the, the, the certainty of no taxes in the future. But I think there's a bigger piece to this for me. A lot of my investing really revolves around the taxable angle because I live this life that's unique. In, in the past, it was normal for, for people, you get out of college or trade school or right out of high school or military or whatever it is, you start a job. And it's a good job. It's a secure job. You feel good about it. And it's, you might not love it, but it's good enough. The expectation is you will be there for the next 35 years. You will retire and you will move on with life. And you will, you will live your retirement and you'll have your your pension or your retirement account, and that'll take care of you, and, and we're all good. That's not the world we live in anymore. A, there's very few pensions anymore. If you work for the government, you probably have a pension, but in the private sector, there's very few pensions. And B, this is the most relevant part, I think, of this episode. The younger generation today isn't following the traditional employment path, career track, as the older generations. They're jumping around. There's very few people that are going to grab a job and they will retire from that job 30 years from now. That's not what a lot of young people are doing. They're, they're jumping from job to job or they are, or they're starting their own businesses or they are freelancing or they're a consultant or they're just working gig to gig project-oriented. There's so many different career paths now that this idea of, of putting all of your investments into something that you can't touch until age 60 is not as, it's not as ideal today as it once was. I still think there's value in it, and I don't want you to hear me saying you shouldn't be doing it. I'm a big advocate for that. But when we put all of our eggs in that basket, 
I think we, we hinder ourselves. And I remember a conversation I had with my wife, Sarah, and it was when we were on the heels of me making the decision of, of leaving my career. And we were having dinner one night, and I, I was talking to her about, well, I need to figure out the income stuff and build, the, build my new business up so that we can take care of our family. And she interrupts me and says, well, Travis, don't we have a lot of money? Don't we have money? And it was the most innocent and well-intentioned and accurate question she could have asked me. And here was my answer. And at the time, I was 37. And I said, you're right. You're right, Sarah. We, we do. 23 years from now, we're going to be fine. 23 years from now, we'll be in good shape. We just need to figure out what to do with the next 23 years. And that was the moment where I realized I had fallen too far down the road of investing for traditional retirement where you could touch it at age 60 or later. And I immediately had regret. And I'm like, dang, I, I, wish, I wish I would have done this a little different. I wish I would have made some different choices so that we would have more options today. And we're fine. Everything's great. But that was the moment I realized I really wished I would have gone down a little bit different road to provide myself with more flexibility through the course of my career. Because how absurd is it to tell my wife, we're going to be fine 23 years from now. We just need to figure out what to do for the next 23 years to pay our bills. And I enjoy the journey. I enjoy making it work and building it and having to figure it out. I really enjoy that part of it. But man, it would have been great if I would have had more flexibility. Thus, this conversation with this particular friend, as well as a lot of people that I have the privilege of, of serving, bringing up the conversation of where do we invest our money? And maybe we ought to be diverse in how we invest it so that we can afford ourselves some more flexibility down the road. Because you might be in a job that's great today. Maybe you love the job, or maybe it's the most secure job in the world, and you think you're going to be there until the day that you retire. And, and if you're really happy doing that, I hope you are. I hope that every day you wake up and you're excited. 30 years from now, you decide to retire, and you've had a good, a good career, and you look back and say, I, I was exactly where I needed to be. I hope that that happens but it might not. You're either going to decide you, you are meant for something else or you're going to lose your job unexpectedly or something will shift. Maybe your boss will, will leave and you'll have a new boss and you won't like that boss and you'll, you'll feel the culture drain within, within your career and you'll want something else. There's a million things that are going to happen. It's, it's naive for us to all think that we're going to get a job 30 years from now, we'll still be at that job. So much life happens. I may have three or four more career shifts before I retire. We don't know. So the idea of investing in a way that provides you with some flexibility is gold. It matters so much. And a lot of us are just being told, just invest all the money you can in your retirement accounts. Keep investing and investing and investing. And what the result of that in many people that I, that I walk alongside of, they get trapped. And they may have a growing net worth and they have a retirement that looks promising. 
but they that they're also looking at another 15 20 years of living potentially in misery to get there they may stick with a job they hate because they can't leave that job because all this money is over here tied up and they just need a job and this job is secure so we're just going to stay where we're at and that's okay and I don't want people to think that I look down on that. I don't. I don't look down on taking care of our family. I don't look down on providing. I don't look down on sacrificing for one's family for the greater good. I don't look down on that at all. And I hope you don't hear me say that. I do believe there is work out there for all of us to enjoy and find fulfillment in and meaning. And every day is not great. Every day in my career is not fantastic. But I do find meaning in it. I do find joy in it. And, and I hope that I continue to do so. But what I find to be beneficial for families is to invest along the way, knowing that life will happen. Life will change. Things will come up. There will be emergencies. There's going to be opportunities. There's going to be shifting. And when we invest knowing those things can happen, it can change everything. It doesn't seem like it. I've had a lot of people I've worked with where I've really encouraged this idea of, well, let's put some, some money into a taxable investment to open ourselves up to more freedom and opportunity. And I don't think they're really that excited about it, and they don't see a huge benefit in it, and it's a couple thousand dollars here or there or whatever, and they don't really see it as this huge life-changing thing until we're a year in two years in, three years in, and they start to see, oh my goodness, now we know what you were talking about, Travis. It changed everything. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. I'm really grateful for my, my friend. Uh, he's one of my favorite people on the planet. He's, he's a brilliant guy. Him and his wife are two of the most amazing, most generous people I know. I'm grateful to have them in my life in, in, in the multiple ways that I do. And I'm glad that he, he raised this elephant in the room question with me about that visceral pain, that moment that hits us, and we know it's coming, and then it hits us, and then we have to really reckon with it of, I didn't want to pay the government all this money. I could have not paid them, but I did. And asking ourselves, why are we doing it this way? Maybe we're better off doing it the other way, or maybe there's a way we haven't thought of. And as you look at your own investment life and you look at how are you going to do it, think about that. Th think, about, think beyond the taxes. Think beyond the, if I do this, I'll pay the government less. I don't want you to have to pay the government less if the, if the net result is you have to choose to live a life you don't want to live or you're stuck or you don't have flexibility and freedom. That's, that's not worth it, in my opinion. But rather, I'm going to ask you to think about what are the costs and benefits of each decision that you make and make whichever one is best for you. Because what society says might not be the best decision for you. The best decision for you is the best decision for you. And I hope you find that. And when you find that, I hope that you have all the confidence and the conviction in it. And you don't worry anymore. You don't worry about it. You don't stress about it. You just... You just know you're doing the right thing for the right reasons for your family. And, and then you move on. 
because it's not really about the money. Money's never about money. It's always about something bigger. And I hope that every step of the way, we can pursue the meaning and not the money. That's all I have for today. If you'd like to connect with us outside of the podcast, we would love to hear from you. You can find us on Instagram, uh, Meaning Over Money. You can find me, Travis Shelton, on Instagram. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on our, on our new community for our podcast, which is on Facebook. If you just go, you can find the link in the show notes, or you can search for Meaning Over Money podcast on Facebook. Pop in, say hi, engage in the content, and and let us know what you think about the episodes and. And, and we'd love to just meet you. And then you can also find our financial course for young adults where we teach young adults how to live for the meaning and not for the money. And that's at meaningover.money. And if you do, if you decide to buy a course, don't pay full price. As our way of saying thank you for listening, we would love to give you 25% off by using the promo code PODCAST25, PODCAST25. But if that's not for you and you're not interested, that's okay. We're just glad that you're here and we hope this podcast continues to add value to your journey. Take care, guys. 